edibletrial.com slash talk it out sign up for over 1800 different audiobooks you can listen to them all different range of topics and, and things like that and you get one free audiobook download sign up now audibletrial.com slash talk it out so this is gabby katie and this is joy and today our topic is going to be um feminism part two um our first feminism episode was very 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 popular and remember we promised we were going to come out with a part two and i think that this week it's fitting to uh continue that episode so um in this episode we're going to focus a little bit more on hyper masculinity like we we touched on in our last episode and um how hyper masculinity shows itself in society um and how how we address it as as a society so um first i kind of want to uh define what hyper masculinity is and um as far as just my my definition of of hyper masculinity hyper masculinity is kind of like pretty much masculinity on steroids so <laughs> everything that masculinity is it it goes to the extreme so we know masculinity um like normally when you think of it you think of well a masculine person is strong and assertive and a leader and um all these things but hyper masculinity is it puts it puts you into a box so that not only do you have to be strong but you have to be stronger than everyone else and you have to assert your dominance over people mm-hmm. and you have to um pretty much treat people like crap in order to be seen as the, the alpha masculine male or or whatever so um just as far as it's seen in society uh one thing i want to bring up which uh, I've I've seen a lot of articles and and stuff about this, but I don't think people have really tied it to hyper-masculinity that much. Um, First, we're going to talk about uh, the the evil orange man who is running for president. And we know that he released some tapes. You know what he said. We don't have to repeat that. But I want to tie that into hyper-masculinity and the fact that... He feel like um, he can say it. I'm sorry. Not even that, but hypermasculinity also thinks that men or masculine people have autonomy over women's bodies. So when Donald Trump says something like, well, I'm rich and when I get to girls and they look pretty, I just start kissing them. I don't even care. I just start kissing them and I can touch them and grab them um, because... I'm I'm, I'm, hyper, I'm masculine and I'm rich and I'm a man so I can do that. Um, so uh, KT, let him have been a rich black man, he would have gotten thrown in jail. Oh yeah. Anyway, I'm I sorry. think. But um, KT, can you have you seen this? Can yeah, you tie that to I heard the tapes. Uh, I feel like it does have a little bit to do with what you're saying. I think a, a lot of the it playing into hyper masculinity is that men. Like you were saying, in order to feel like they belong in society or in order to feel like they, they are masculine or they are labeled a man, is they have to like kind of degrade women. 
mm-hmm. like in all types of ways. Like they always have to degrade women and they have to be like, women belong in the kitchen and blah, 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 blah. In order to feel masculine in society, you must put down the feminine notion or the feminine mm-hmm. people, regardless of if it's feminine gay men or feminine women or if it's it's just femininity, period. It, it, if you are going to be masculine, you have to put down femininity, kind of like uh, young, young M.A. Anyway, she get this song called, Ooh. And they play it on the, the popular radio station. Yeah. Where how I go? We'll have to I don't know. We have to play to it for it you. But it, it's like, she she does a lot of, she says a lot of sexist things. And I feel like if she didn't say a lot of sexist things, then she wouldn't be labeled, uh, you know, she wouldn't have gotten to where she is. Right, in order, it's like any system, like with yeah. black people trying to get into the white system, you have to assimilate and you I mean, gotta mm-hmm. be like how they are. In order for her, a masculine female rapper, to make it into the game, she had to, but she doesn't have to, but the, the only game. reason that she's as big as she is is because she assimilated. So right. all those sexist, misogynist Themes, she's saying it all look the, the gang banging and the the murder and the violence mm-hmm. and all that promiscuity <laughs> she she encourages that and since that's kind of the main theme of hip-hop at the moment that's that's why she's accepted um but but back to donald trump i'm sorry i, I kind of went off but yeah no donald trump he, he definitely has gotten where he is because of hyper masculinity like uh God's joy was saying, you know, he, or what we were saying, like previously, he basically is able to say all these things because we live in a culture that thinks that that's okay to talk about women that way. Mm-hmm. And I, since it's okay to talk about women that way, then Donald Trump is still going to get votes. That's true. What do you think, Joy? I, I think, first of all, let me give you the, um, let me give you the um, definition of hypermasculinity because you touched on it but this is the uh, actual okay. factual wikipedia definition um it is hypermasculinity is a psychological term for the exaggeration of male stereotypical behavior such as an emphasis on physical strength aggression and sexuality and i think that donald him donald trump is the most hyper masculine hyper masculine male i have ever seen in my life like i've seen masculinity and i've seen like okay really did he really have to do all of that and i feel like he's more hyper masculine than the the wrestlers who are like you know what i mean Uh wrestlers you know and i just feel so disappointed that he is the way he is because like my cousin my cousin knows what he said on the bus now if he we've taught him not to say those type of things and what those type of things mean and that that it's disrespectful towards women and you know his mother is a woman and if you if you if you everybody's t- mom is a woman. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if you can talk that way about one person, uh-huh. then what are you actually teaching your sons to say about your wife? Oh yeah. Something I do want to bring up is about Donald Trump. Not only are there those tapes, but now we've had accusers and stuff 
coming out and saying, for instance, the most disgusting one that, I, that I've heard and the one that he's admitted to was, you know, he, he did Miss Teen USA and those are all teenagers and he would walk in on the teenage girls getting dressed in the dressing room when it is but i know he does have a sexual assault case coming up uh i think this oh my week. god the, the the maybe future president has a few uh, assault case coming up That's had donald trump been anybody else he would not been able to run that's true but but i think also back to the hyper masculinity like his his main core base is southern white men who want and to go back to the 1943 yes and they're also their thing with donald trump is he speaks his mind he's not afraid he's strong he's assertive hyper masculine traits and a lot of the times that's why they are so forgiving of these sexual assault things and these terrible sexist things that he's saying because in their mind they oh well it. i'm a i'm an alpha male so i can say whatever i want these women are just here for my sexual and visual pleasure so i can talk about them however i want and i can touch them however i want yada 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 uh what do you think kt I think the reason the reason why he's so popular and I think he I don't think he's as much as popular as he was at the beginning with yeah. women. At the beginning a lot of white women were like, Yeah, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump. Now that all this is coming out, I think that uh, a lot of women are kinda of backing off. Mm-hmm. But with white men specifically, I feel like white men, they've always been put into this this box anyway because they are oppressors. I think because of a lot of a lot of white men, you know, they have always been put on a pedestal anyway. And so Donald Trump has this superiority. I, don't, I can't say the word, but he kind of has like this thing about him that he thinks he's better than everyone. Mm-hmm. And that in itself like plays into being hyper masculine like it you are so extreme like i said you have to talk bad about women and you have to put down femininity and it's its own like it's it's just that in itself is just him being hyper masculine his presence brings just himself yeah. yeah his presence brings out like his running for president, oh, no, it brings out like all these, not even these people, especially these white men who want, who say, who want to say all of these things out loud, but only say them in their heads. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay, well, he's saying it. This is who I'm going to vote for because he's my kind of guy. Yeah. Okay, this guy that I used to work with, he's white. And as everybody knows, I'm black. And he tried to I don't know if it was nervousness or what but he came and we we both like sat down at um a um a fast food joint and ate our uh, lunch on our break next thing I know he's kind of hitting on me but kind of not and mm-hmm. then we have a conversation and I don't know why or how we got to this but he started talking about are you left wing or right wing and um you know i don't believe that um oh i told him i went to school on a scholarship how about out of the blue he starts saying oh well i didn't get a scholarship because you know all the black people got them oh i'm just like now that is racism i was like i said huh i'm like what he's like but no 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 not that black people don't deserve it it's just like um at me being a white guy it's harder for me to get in school than 
a black guy. I what? said, huh? What? What? You wish. Yeah. And he they was think, like, why people think there's all these African American scholarships that we're just out here getting? Like, <laughs> I know how many African. If that was the case, I would love to have had an African American school. Girl, all of us would be in school with debt free. All of us get debt. So what's the, what's the thing? I know, but that was like crazy. I, it was so out of the blue because it was so weird. He didn't talk to me ever again after that because he embarrassed himself, and it was like ridiculous. How 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 did it go from trying to hit on me to yeah? But it just expressed his true feelings in a way that he didn't necessarily mean to come across as, but because he was, I feel like he was racially insensitive Mm -hmm. because with certain people, they don't know, even black people can be racially insensitive because we don't know anything outside of our own communities. Uh And I feel like Donald Trump, he doesn't just live in his own community. He live in his own world. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have that kind of money, and basically, you are how old is he? Like I have no ninety eight thousand years old. Probably like sixty something. Okay, well, when you get a certain age, you you're everybody knows that when you get a certain age, you really don't care what you say anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Most people, and that's why I can't wait to be old. But I just feel like he's at that age where he doesn't really care what he has to say he's rich so there shall be no repercussions for him and this is the man that you you want to run for president somebody who is a racist well i'm not gonna call him a racist but somebody who has who has said racist remarks who is accused of assaulting a woman who insults women I said assault and insults. Those are two different things, by the way. Who insults women, not just privately, but publicly as well. So imagine if he's insulting these women, how he must feel about his wife and his daughter. Something else I want to talk about, which is something that I've I've noticed is, so we talked about young M.A. and how she is a masculine presenting female rapper. Um... I also want to talk about how sometimes society does allow um, feminine presenting men to become successful in entertainment, like a a, a Prince or David Bowie or a um, or a uh, Young Thug. But uh, something that I I want to uh, something that I've noticed is even when you talk about a Prince, now he is beloved by everybody pretty much or he was beloved by everybody but something that i noticed was yes he was uh feminine in the way he dressed who and prince oh huh? stop saying who every two seconds <laughs> i'm sorry you said Google thug it. you said young thug and i was like who exactly <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> prince i'm sorry gabby was is was feminine in the way that he he dressed and um the way that he presented himself sometimes but he too also uh regardless of the outward appearance thing everywhere else he still kind of exuded that the hyper masculinity in the fact that even though he dressed a certain way he still touted and talked about how much sex he was having with all these women and it was still like a power thing and it was still like a i'm more 
masculine than you even though I have this on because I'm getting women and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and and I just kind of want to bring it to even then like even people that you think are are uh what do you say liberated from the confines of masculinity even how then it sometimes pulls them back in even like a, a young thug you know his his album cover he had a, a dress on or mm-hmm. whatever but, but also publicity but though. all of his songs were still the same money clothes i got women i'm having sex with your girl i'm doing this and i'm doing it's the, it's the same thing so my question is can we ever live in a society where uh men are not in this this box anymore in this tight box of masculinity where they always well, have to prove their macho-ness and prove their sexual ooh, prowess now do you or mean hyper masculinity um, or just masculinity period masculinity hyper. i think i think i think i think masculinity at this point all of it is it's hyper masculinity and the fact that even like a like a child like i was talking about um that four-year-old boy, his grandma wouldn't even let him cry. She was telling him to man up. And they got five-year-olds and stuff. They don't want to give nobody, give uh, their friends that are boys a hug because it's gay. They think it's gay. Or yeah. they don't want to, uh, or their their parents are already talking about how they finna get girlfriends. And they already talking about getting girlfriends and how they got more girlfriends than you. Like, it's, it's even that young, it's, it's a boxing and... If they see somebody kind of straying from that box, I've seen just four-year-olds. If they see a boy giving another boy a hug, ew, you guy, you ain't supposed to give boys a hug. Well, I heard kids say that. I haven't, I haven't heard like an adult you, say that. You haven't heard, but adult, it plays into it. They don't have to say that. When's the uh-uh. last time you've seen two guy friends give each other Ooh, a real? Actually, um, I have seen my dad adults say that. Hug. Do you guys remember? when uh what was the two black men on the front of the cover and they were really close to each other oh yeah ray schremer yes ray who schremer the two rappers yes they uh, had them on brothers the front. yeah uh-huh and they were basically like they had no tops on and they were like real real close together and people were like oh that's gay that's gay that's gay that's gay like i see that all over or my feet that all the time man that boy who was laying on his father they were laying, oh, his father yeah. was laying down. He was laying on his father saying, mm-hmm. even now I still uh, love my dad or something like that. Yep. And, Ooh, that's gay. Ooh, they over having sex. That's his daddy. Well, they said the same thing about the white man in the tub with his um, with his, with his daughter. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. that plays into hyper-masculinity. But I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Uh, no, nah, because with that, it's just people are... Real paranoid about sexual predators yeah. or whatever. Okay. We're talking about as far as men showing effect, platonic yeah. affection yeah. with other to men to other to men. And so I'm saying, can we ever live in a world where that is okay? Where it's okay to give your best friend a hug or call somebody? So I heard somebody one time say, uh, boy, men don't have best friends. That's gay. We don't have no best well, friends. There's a difference between just my people and people who really, really... No, I'm saying... When, but I'm just saying as far as just society in general. Like, I go back to the hugging thing. Not family. A friend. When is the last time you've seen a, a, a teenage boy or a boy or man give another man a real hug, not a, a dabbing up hug? Or a trying handshake. Trying to be macho, trying to be cool, you know. When, when's the last time you, you've seen that? Women do it all the time. 
Oh, but that's a good point. You say women do it all the time. But there's this girl that I work with. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of had I, I told her because she every time she would compliment another woman, she would always say no homo. Uh-huh. Like every single time she would compliment someone, but no homo. And I was like, you, there's no point in you saying that. Like I told her, I was like, like, what's the point in you saying that? If you're not gay, uh-huh. like it would be gay if you were doing things with them, but by you complimenting someone, that's not really like no homo. It's okay to compliment each other. I compliment it's people a, all the time. Right. Yeah. Strangers. I'd be you like, hey, you be, know, you're pretty. You don't have to be like no homo. Like, obviously, I think I'm not gay. Phase, I think it was a phase. I, 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 at least it was in my school and my circle. Everybody that I know knew were saying no homo. Like, it had reached the grandmamas and granddaddies. Like, everybody that I knew, they was like, no homo, no homo son, or no homo boy, or man, you know what I mean? Everybody was saying it at one point. I haven't heard that. They say, but pause. Huh? They say pause now. Yeah. Pause. pause. What? But even, yeah, because I remember... I ain't gonna call them out or something, but I I heard a podcast from one of our fellow podcasters, and <laughs> they were talking about Luke Cage, and the guy was like, "Oh, the girl guy. was like, uh, Luke yeah, Cage. Luke Cage, he fine or whatever, he fine or whatever." Ooh. And then the man was like, um, "Well, you know, as a man, I can't really say nothing, but I will say that he." Uh, has very nice skin or something like okay. that. Well, I think that okay. was like, so well, awkward. As, as far as masculinity in this society, I really can't comment on this man's appearance. Okay, well, let me say this. I, do I think... Like, you don't have to say all that. Do I think that it's a problem with how we raise men? Yeah, I do think raising men to be unemotional is not a good thing because then they, then they become misogynistic and sexist and you that's know, what we're talking all, about. All of those yeah. things. And but I believe a boy can cry. Yeah. You know what I mean? I believe that it's it's a, it's so it shows emotional growth to let them express their selves because if they can't then they wind up in jail. But I also think and I and I don't think it's wrong with giving another guy a hug. If you like if you're friends, give him a hug. I mean, you shouldn't be walking up giving strangers a hug. That's weird. You shouldn't but, do that no matter who you are. You know? But I feel like if you're best friends or your brothers, ain't nothing wrong with giving your brother a hug or giving your best friend a hug. Like, man, man, you've been out of town. Man, get over here. I missed you, bro. I, I don't I don't I don't feel like that's mm-hmm. anything wrong with that. But at the same time, y'all gonna be mad at me. Okay. I feel like a little masculinity is sexy. Like I don't need no. Well, we're not saying sex masculinity is bad. not is bad. We're just no. saying. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I was asking yeah. you. You said get rid of this whole masculinity. No, uh, I'm saying get rid like of it. the box. The box and yeah. that you so, can't. You can't divert anyway from it, or your manhood yeah, is called into a question. Race to be emotionally um, communicative. Like uh, Gabby explained to me earlier, masculinity and femininity are definite terms, but um, 
masculinity the problem comes when we have people who think that masculinity is just this and femininity is just this This, yeah like no 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 that's where the issue comes in masculinity is its thing it has a definition yeah femininity is a thing and has a definition the problem comes when we say well you are a man so you must act this way you are a woman you must act this way and you put people into boxes that was well i think you should be who you are that's fine but at the same time i do think you know as a as a guy to be to be perfectly honest um, with uh my cousins at my house Mm -hmm. and how we're um you know we're taking care of them for a little while and i think that as we i'm not i'm just be honest my um cousin came home and he was talking about something about um fill his bucket up or like they have like true buckets or like friendship buckets or something at school if like Mm -hmm. you know you do something nice and a person a bucket is filled up and you want everybody wants to have a filled bucket Uh Uh, that's cute and that's nice but he didn't explain that the when he was telling me i'm gonna give this um um guy this this guy bucket this guy drawing i said you are you gonna is he gonna pay for it? he said no nah, i'm gonna put I, i'm gonna do it for his bucket make him feel better i was like no he's gonna do it for his bucket i was like so wh- why are you why are you giving him this drawing he's like because i want to because because i want to i mean it was a nice thing but the way he said it i was like oh y'all need to give that little boy no drawing what you homophobic drawing for and problematic it was problematic i was like what what and i even had to call i was like hold on man what is i had to i had to come and Uh ask uh his brother like what is he talking about then he had to sit down and explain no it's it's his bucket his bucket everybody got a bucket and we all have to fill it up Uh fill up different people buckets Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh okay well that's that's okay but just don't be going to giving drawings out to little to little boys like that can i just ask something like this is (laughs) completely off topic but if he did give a drawing to another boy would you just automatically assume he was gay because he did that? Because that does kind of play into hypermasculinity. I wouldn't. Um, he's not gay. I, well, well, because that, it let's plays say. into it because it, it's like you. It would be okay if he did it for a female, but if or for a, ch- a a girl, a little child girl. But if he did it for a male, oh my god! And that that kind of is what we're talking about. Like we don't want it to be like this big thing. If a little kid wants to go and give another little kid a hug, or give another little kid a drawing, I think that's how you teach kids. Like if if. Kids learn by what uh, what they what they see and what they do. Mm-hmm. And if you and if uh, you're telling your your um your son that it's okay to just not, it's not, not not go around being nice. It's nothing wrong with going around being nice, but it is a problem in my household. Mm-hmm. If you're going around giving little boys a gift, I'm saying okay. If you let's say this was a little girl. And she had a friend that was a girl, and she wanted to give her her friend a nice little cute little drawing. Would you have a problem? Yeah. 
you never gave no. your other friends. I ain't have no friends, so I don't know how to act. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's it. Yeah. But because in elementary <laughs> school, we used to give everybody drunk. Anybody? Uh-uh, your friend, I didn't. I didn't like have no friends, drunk. and okay. all my friends were okay. guys. Well, then that explains it. Anyway. Okay. And- well, now we got some. <laughs> ah, but so y'all saying something wrong with me? No, we're no. Just I'm just saying, saying like- it's this this common <laughs> in elementary school. You drew everybody a drunk. If they were your friend, y'all drew little funny little cartoon well, drawings. Well, I mean, I get that, but I'm saying though, it's the way he explained it. The way he explained it, beautiful baby. It's the way he explained it, and I and I and I get it. But it's it's just the way he explained it, and I was like, now you got to be careful of because because it has been incidents in schools where these kids see something or something's done to them, and then they go home and then they go to school and act it out. And of course, he was not about to be nobody's act out partner. That's what I had to say. All right. So, how did we even get on this topic? Um, oh, we were talking about how hypermasculinity puts you in a box. And we were talking about <laughs> how boys are not able to show affection to other boys, platonic affection, without it being seen as suspect. Or, Ooh, something's wrong with him, or he got mm-hmm. his sugar in his whatever, or, or this or that. So, going back to my question, somebody answer it. Will we ever live in a society oh. where uh, men are allowed to be emotional, complete human beings that are able to show affection to other men, to be able to give hugs and and be caring and nurturing, and, yes. and that is supported yes. in this world. No, yes. I believe so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I not, don't think it will, but I think not it's in a good our thing. time. Not in our time. I don't think. For the sole fact that it is so ingrained into society. Well, so was slavery, but we got over that. No, we ain't. Not really. What it is the so act of it? ingrained in society. So ingrained into society mm-hmm. is that everything that we do plays upon hypermasculinity. Uh, it plays upon the patriarchy. Like, literally, everything has to do with male. Masculine dominant. And it's crazy. Like go back to Prince, but like back in the day when men would wear like uh stockings and heels and mm-hmm. wigs, it was still hyper masculine. They would still be over yeah, there dogging was. women yep. and thinking they were better than them and, and showing off their macho ness even with that. So it's not the clothes or the appearance. I think it's it's a it's a difference between um being masculine and being and being hyper masculine jerk. Like it's nothing wrong with, to me with being masculine or feminine or whoever you are. But I, I do think it's a problem when you think that this is all you have to be. Like, just because you're strong doesn't mean you can't be weak, too. Just Or, or when I say weak, like emotionally vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Just because you uh, rich don't mean you can't understand, be sympathetic to poor people's problems. Just because you're whatever doesn't mean you can't understand the opposite or try to um be empathetic to people and i i think that we as people especially mothers and fathers we mm-hmm. have to realize that we can't raise our kids to be a start like we can't raise our girls to be dumb and dependent on men and we can't mm-hmm. raise our boys to be uh misogynistic buttholes i agree that's the problem I, but I don't think there's anything wrong with um, showing the affection to um, 
with kids showing affection to each other because I think the whole world should show affection to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. what? I agree. But Ooh. I just kind of want to go back to what Joy was saying previously. You're trying because, to bust me out. Yeah, but that I ain't going to happen. Because you, <laughs> you did have a problem with it. I did. It's no lie. That's what I'm saying, though. So it, it, you're con- contradicting yourself. You're saying now that it's not an issue. It's but not you an issue did to have be an nice. It. It's not an issue to be nice right. and, and caring. But it's an issue if the little boy was liking my cousin. Mm. As in more than a friend type of way. Because of what he's seen or whatever happened, it was an issue if that was the case. It was an issue. But we know that that's not the case. Okay. Uh, let's bring this to... Uh, you mad? <laughs> the uh, Nate Parker situation and how hyper-masculinity plays into Ooh. this. Because uh, not only... I don't want to talk too much about the rape, but I want to talk about... Uh, the warning. movie that came out, oh, Trigger Warning. I want to talk about the movie that came out, Birth of a Nation, and how uh, during this whole marketing campaign, uh, women have, and some men too, I'll give the men props. I mean, women and men have been outraged about these allegations and about how Nate Parker has addressed the allegations. And when the movie came out, it did not do as well as they, they thought it would because I think partly because people were disgusted and also because Aww. white people didn't want to see it. But Well, yeah, it um, came out on the same day as what? It came out on the same day as Yes, what? it did. It came out on the same day as something else. What? I, I don't know, but let me see. Let me see. Y'all go talk while I look this up. How's that even relevant? Because it is. It's relevant. It's relevant. But... I want to talk about how now that the movie has not done as well, even though majority of the people that went to see the movie were black women, I want to talk about how now they're blaming black women on uh, this movie's failure. On this movie's and, failure. And well, I can, I can agree with that because of his um, rape allegation, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have went to see it either. But I, I just haven't seen it yet. And I just learned about this allegation today because I'm not as hip as other people are with the internet and stuff. Uh-huh. But y'all, like I told y'all before, my moment is like being crashed down as we talk about this every time we do. Because yeah. I love, like I wasn't a big fan, but anything he did was really good. Yeah. Like his acting was superb to me. And I just feel like he's just, I feel like he was an example to black people you know, young men, and now he's just been gone and ruined it. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> I want to bring it back to this uh, people dogging black women, especially Roland Martin, who I who I really like. Um, he's a political commentator, but he's kind of been dogging black women for not going to see this movie. And I'm trying to see, like, what they want us to forget or cast these uh rape allegations to the side and go support this movie just because it's got black people in it but let it been like a movie with some women and we were like come on y'all let's go support this movie and they'll be like now nah, it's got that white lady up in there she said some racist stuff so we can't go to see this movie like what black women are always 
required to put their feelings to side to the side to help the greater good, which is pretty much just uplifting black men. And I, I kind of want to go back to the hyper masculinity in the sense that men think they are the the leaders of the movement just because they're men and they get to tell people what to do and how to feel and and how to go about in the movement and i kind of want to talk about that just just about the the current black movement and how it it kind of silences women's voices and doesn't really give voice to them you're right even though the movement was started by black women nobody really Mm -hmm. knows that but it was and i feel like if that is the case it's because women have a stigma out there against them everybody knows that Mm -hmm. even white women have a stigma everybody is put on a pedestal and with the white man on top Mm -hmm. and even black men will be listened to more over a um black woman yeah especially now in that's in our communities now if we want to go to a global level we have to have somebody maybe both you know what i mean but i feel like women do this we we we, i I hate to say this and i do i do i do it's gonna be so much backlash but (laughs) always always but i feel like women we do this to ourselves because We, as women, I don't. We don't support each other as much as we want to. A, a lot of, uh, well, at least in my community, mm-hmm. a lot. Not not just black. I'm not talking about just my black community. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the in the world in my life in the world that I have lived: black, white, Chinese, um, Japanese, Hispanic, whatever it has been. Women have not supported each other each other like we're supposed to mm-hmm. yeah like because that's what i've seen like girls be like oh huh okay yeah when the guy says something yeah. but when the girl says something they want to argue and be like no i don't think this is right and yeah because it's like they feel like they're on an equal playing field with the yes. woman but they think the man is like above superior them. yeah and it's not the case i kind of want to add to this because in my work environment women are more dominant Mm-hmm. We have like no male supervisors. We probably have like like two male supervisors of all. Like of all the supervisors that I've worked with, there's probably two. And I don't think that's it at all. Like women are so supportive there. Like literally we take care of each other. We love each other. Them women that I work with are literally like my family. If I needed anything, I know that I could I could text them, I could message them on Facebook, and I could be like, hey, I need this. And they would be like, okay, Caitlin, I got you. Like, we don't talk outside work, but I know that if I did that, they would be okay with that. And if they did that to me, I could come back to them. So I don't think, maybe in you your think classroom. That's because there's no men there? No, I don't. I think, because there are it, a few men there, but I still, I, I feel like. You know, even when a man is in that situation, we don't argue. Like, a lot of people say, women are drama, women always do this, and they want to hurt each other, and blah, blah, blah. But to me, it's really not that dynamic at my work at all. Like, all we have is mainly women, and we are literally so happy together. I mean, obviously, there are little, like, petty things that that's going to happen at every workplace, Mm -hmm. but... 
when it comes down to it, it's not like us being women plays into drama or that, you know, we argue all the time or we're catty or we don't like to listen to each other because of above all else, we respect each other, especially our women supervisors. Mm-hmm. We respect them more than the male supervisors, probably. Mm-hmm. So... I just, I just, I don't feel like that's correct. I mean, maybe it's because that was in your school and, you know, that environment. It was yeah, like and that. I also think but it has to do with, I hate that everything in life comes back to this, but I, it has to do, I also think that maybe it's also a cultural different thing, difference, because I have noticed that, say, for instance, in my classrooms, mm-hmm. um, when people of the same uh, background get together, they treat each other more equally than when people of a diverse background get together. Oh, I actually can revert back to that cool. too because my group that I hang out with are all black women. Like every single one of them. I don't hang out with any white women at all. Racist. Right. I'm racist against white people. But... Um, she jokes. They literally like... I don't think that's true at all. Like a lot of them, I can't share experiences Mm -hmm. because they've been through obviously different things that I have Mm -hmm. and they experience different things every day that I have, but I still support them and they still support me and uplift me. Like, uh, for instance, this is really, really small, but I think it's important. I'm a vegetarian and we had a potluck and the only person, the only people who ever like, you guys make sure you bring some for Caitlin was those women and so mm-hmm. it was like, like they are always uplifting. I don't know. I just feel like maybe it was your school or maybe that's the experience that you've had mm-hmm. as a black woman yourself and compared to mine, which could play into that too. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I not to, you know, take your experience yeah, for granted, no, but you know there. what I'm saying? I think it, it, it has to do with who you are and your, what your experiences is. In my experience, yeah. I tend to get along with most people there are certain people who find me to be a little me mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or you know because I, I i can come across as i don't know what's a good word for it i'm not aggressive i'm not aggressive right not aggressive passionate huh passionate not even passionate but like when you we're doing Huh? I say you are passionate. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm a passionate. But when we're like in like a friend environment, when we're uh-huh. like in a friend and, you know, we're in class and we're getting ready to do stuff or whatever, I can be a little. I don't know. <laughs> I can just be me, you guys. Okay. I can be me. Okay. Yeah. But back to uh, what we were talking about. Um, <gasps> Woo. We, yeah, we were talking about something totally different. But let let's just end it on the Nate Parker thing because we I really didn't talk about his whole case and how it's split up like p- b- women and men like in the court of public opinion when when these allegations first came out I read some horrible things horrible things from men about Nate Parker or in no about him? women and about how they can see how Nate Parker was set up because they've been in these situations, not where they were accused of rape, but where the women were just so easy and threw themselves at them and were drunk and they, you know, they do whatever and then they get with them and then the next day they'll be like, uh, 
you trigger warning raped me or whatever and they pretty much the way they were describing it they pretty much did but they thought in their minds well I didn't have any mal intent aka I I didn't I wasn't thinking I was raping her even though the girl was, was passed out yeah and I think that if we bring it all the way back to the hyper masculinity thing, I think that plays into it because <laughs> if we talk back. about how men in in this society, if they as, ascribe to hyper masculinity, think they have autonomy and ownership over women's bodies, mm-hmm. even if a body is lifeless on the bed, they think they have the right to do what they want to do to the woman just because they are a man and just because mm-hmm. she is there. Or just because she's drunk. Being drunk yeah. is not giving permission. At all. And I feel like people who okay y'all know I love I love television. I'm not a big internet news person but i do like tv mm-hmm. and netflix and i was catching up on netflix watching mm-hmm. my um switch their birth and for those people who do know switch their birth you know it's a great it's a good abc family show mm-hmm. or whatever they call it now but um it was an episode where this guy liked one of the main characters and the main the main character bay and she told him, "I we I really don't like you like they they went out, but then yeah. you know they, they, I was like I don't really like you like that, and it's and it's best that I was really just like you as a friend." And she went to a party after she broke up with her or her boyfriend dumped her or whatever. She mm-hmm. went to a party, and next thing you know, she got wasted, uh-huh. and the her the friend was there, who she told that she just likes as a yeah. friend. Yeah. And he was there and he got wasted with her. Next thing you know, they end up back in their bed and he was not as wasted as she was. Uh-huh. Let's get that clear because, you know, guys can handle much more alcohol than women can. Scientifically proven. But he was like, he had a few, but she had a few too many. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're back in in his room and he's like, is it okay? And she's like, no out but not saying anything but she's you know regardless of whether she said yes or no she was raped because she didn't remember a thing Mm -hmm. she woke up and she didn't know where she was she's she didn't remember anything and when he told when she said i don't remember what happened like did we and he's like yeah don't you remember and Mm -hmm. and she's like no i I don't and he, and she's like well why would you do that you know that I d- I didn't want to do right. that with you and he's like but you said yes he's like I thought it was okay you never he said she said did I say yes he's like you never said no but uh-uh. you're drunk yeah you know what I mean and that's no excuse I do feel that when women sometimes women get misconstrued and because I don't want my uh, mom even said well that's her fault you know she's so-and-so so-and-so Mm-mm. but I feel like what she's saying is she's a woman she has to watch out for herself and she has to be aware of her situations you can go out and you can have fun you can drink but you have to be cautious and you have to bring a friend and I, I think mean you, you have to be cautious but it's, it's never your fault yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm saying and I think well you know an older generation they, they just they, yeah. they ain't got time for that but you know what I mean they I feel like they women need to watch out for ourselves but at the same time we need to make 
force these men to understand that yes. just because you're a man and just because she's drunk does not give you the right to say, hey, I'm going to do this to her. Or, exactly. hey, this is what I want, so I'm going to take it. She's drunk anyway. She's not going to remember. Yes. Wrong. Yes. First of all, if she did remember, that stuck with her for life. Mm-hmm. Secondly, somebody is always watching you. And for those of you who do, who do believe in God, his eye is always on y'all. So mm-hmm. y'all better think about that. And if for y'all who don't believe in God, the universe is watching. How about that for your tea? Oh my God. <laughs> How you like that sugar? <laughs> wow. dun, dun, dun. But yeah, you, you spoke the truth. That, that's, that is all very, very, very true. And I think we as a people, um, we're going to do our sex ed uh, episode one of these days. But I think consent is very, very important to teach uh, boys or girls, anybody. Both. Uh, consent is very, very important because anybody can be the, the perpetrator. But especially, I've, I've seen this. I always go back to, to my kiddos. But um, there is this one girl uh, in the class. They're all four. There's this one girl in the class and all the boys like her. And... I know, right? um, you know they 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 try to get beside her and stand beside her. This is nothing. I don't I don't stop nothing like that. But what I do stop is when sometimes they be trying to get her hand and try to drag her and make, make her. them go where they want to go, and she's clearly doesn't want to do it. And you know, and um, also when uh, I saw this one boy and he was like trying to give the girl a kiss. I'm like, did the girl say you? We don't kiss nowhere. You ain't supposed to be giving nobody a kiss. Like, what are you doing? And trying to force uh, the girl to hug them and all types of stuff. I'm like, we don't do that. So you you have to you have to teach consent. I think that's that's very important. Uh, what do yeah. you think, KT? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with y'all. Of course, you gotta teach consent. Of course, one hundred percent. That was feminism too. Our second part. So there's more things. I mean, feminism is so broad. That we can there, have we a can go on and three, four, on and five, on. We'll have about twenty episodes, different parts of this. But uh, we hope you enjoyed this. We really enjoyed this conversation. It was uh, it was uh, very informative, and we hope you learned a lot. Uh, so yeah. I got something to say. Okay. Don't forget to visit audibletrial.com slash talk it out because, you guys, I got this great Halloween book on okay. there. And it is so funny slash kitty scary. Because, yeah. you know, that's all I read now <laughs> is kitty books. <laughs> but it's so funny. And, like, even I laughed. I had a good time with it. Um, go check it out. I agree. Check it out. Check it out. Audibletrial.com slash talk it out. And don't forget to hit us up at Talk It Out Podcast at Yahoo.com, Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. And um, just talk it out with yeah, us. Yeah, just talk it out. Comments, questions, concerns. Shout out to, to um, Mr. Carl Brandon. He's always giving us great constructive criticism and um, always giving, leaving good comments. And shout out to the Conversation Con artists, to John Effect Podcast, to, to Kenya Says, Drama to Dupree. Drama Dupree, who shouted us out and gave us a lot of followers uh, a week back. Yeah. Um, to the wind down to uh, woke with kids who helped yes. us meet Carl and um, just everybody anybody else I can't remember you know I love you and uh, you know I love you Boston 
And yes. We love you. We so love yeah, you. this is Gabby. Katie. And this is Joy. And this is Talk It Out. <laughs>